Hi, I'm Jennifer. And I'm Matt. This podcast is your regular dose of uplifting, inspiring, and motivating life changing tips and success strategies to help you create the wealth, health, lifestyle, passion, and prosperity for your own life that you want to create. Welcome to the Prosperity Project. Welcome to episode 40. We're talking about morning routines, so whether you're a morning person or a night owl, this episode is for you. So I have to admit, Matt, I've had two weeks, I think it's two weeks of freedom, and I say freedom, obviously I've got a husband, two kids, (laughs) two cats, parents, sister, all that, but freedom from the nine to five. I can't believe it. It's gone really quick, actually. Yeah, it's gone really fast, and you (laughs) actually, you find that the world just seems to fill your time Mm. with other things. I know, like, when did I fit in work? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Genuinely. But, yeah, I thought this would be a really interesting episode. So it's the start of the new year. You know, we're just getting into February, getting in the swing of things. And I've been seeing a lot of people speak about morning routines in particular, it's meant to be that you, you know, you kickstart your day and you, and can you look towards successful people and, you know, entrepreneurs and learn what they are doing? Because, you know, there's got to be some secret sauce. There's yeah, got to be it, there's got a secret and, and you're missing it. <laughs> and, the, <laughs> and, and also, if you see a secret and you try it and it doesn't mm, it work works. for you, so well, if, it, doesn't if work. it doesn't work for you, then that's the wrong secret. There's exactly. got to be another to be secret. In. I know. Maybe there's something about that that you have to keep looking and maybe the answer's in within yourself. We'll cover that in this episode. <laughs> you can see we're going to have a lot of fun. So I think, as I say, a lot of people talk about morning routines. A lot of people in a good way. So I remember watching on YouTube, I think it was about two years ago, before the pandemic, Mark Wahlberg. Do you remember James Corden? They did an episode for the Late Late yeah, Show. Yeah, because he gets up. He at- gets up at half two. Right. Half two, yes. Half two, most days. And they went through his whole morning routine. Now, I think that's pretty extreme, but the whole structure was he gets up, he's a, a man of faith, so he believes that getting up and, and praying and those routines are, are the first thing he does. He'll then do one workout usually. I think he then has a break and does a second workout, goes to the golf course Yeah, usually. he does golf at about 7 a.m. or it's something like that. before kids go to school. Yeah. That's what you'll... So then he will do two workouts before seven o'clock get home have breakfast do some work and he goes to bed about I think they said half seven so that's the rough outline he has the rest of the day with the family but he's then in bed from half seven and gets up at half two and a lot of people were commenting obviously that it was very extreme and it was ridiculous and and all that kind of when you when you know we look at it in the structure it's probably not because he's it's, just getting six and a half hours sleep and he's just squinting well, it a little well, bit. All he's doing is, and this is the thing for a lot of people, like people talk about morning routines and getting up early and everything mm. else. Ultimately, all you're doing is offsetting your day. Mm. So if you're a night person and you prefer to go to bed at two in the morning, yep. then in all likelihood, you're likely to want to get up more in the mid-morning. Mm-hmm, Whereas mm-hmm. if you like to get up at 5am, then you're more likely to want to be in bed by about nine-ish. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. for Mark Wahlberg, obviously, he's trying to get up really early. Mm. He's got things he wants to do and it works better when there's no one else around absolutely, and he's got the time absolutely. to himself, um, time for his thoughts, time to do his work and everything else. So getting up early mm. is absolutely fine. It means he's got to go to bed early, which means that (laughs) if people are saying, oh, do you fancy a night out or whatever, he's probably got to say no to that. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, it's just offsetting his day. And and 
when you look at it like that, it's not actually that strange. Mm, no, exactly. So there's a very popular book. I read it, and I don't think you have, Matt, but it's called The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod, I think. Yeah, I'm not a reader name. of these he's got, a, he's got a podcast. I know you, it's not your jam of book. I love all these type of books. But this was a book that came out, I think, five years ago or so. He's, he's done a couple of follow-ups, and it was taking these billionaire entrepreneur million dollar habits the things that they say is key to their success in the morning and creating he basically created a routine and and did it and believed you know this could be a great way for people to kickstart their day so it's all about affirmations and reading and quiet time and exercise the the fundamental blocks as he saw it for stabilizing how you feel about your day and keeping you optimal mentally, physically healthy. Yeah, and these seem to be quite common themes which go into a lot of people, successful people's kind of lifestyles. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of it is obvious, right? So if you want to be mentally healthy, actually as much time with your own thoughts in a good way. So I'm very, very strongly believe in reading and watching good, uplifting things, mm-hmm. especially first thing in the morning when you're maybe more susceptible, you're just out of your sleep. That's something that's key for me. I'm very selective about what I allow in my headspace. Not perfect, not perfect, mm-hmm. because nobody's perfect, but I am getting better. And so there was also exercise and things like that. The thing I want to kind of open with is, these books and there's a lot of people who say certain routines are the way to go the key is really as you said Matt how do you structure your day particularly the moments when you might need that faith hope to then be your best self right and that can be the start of the day the end of the day the middle of the day anything how do we structure our morning and certain key parts of our day so that we show up So I think that a lot of the reason why people refer to mornings and when they look at successful people, they say the mornings, is that as a whole, Mm. a lot of people have a day job, you go to that day job and by the time you get to the end of the day, you're tired, you're a bit stressed, you just want to wind down and not really do anything else. So in likelihood, you're not going to feel particularly productive. Mm. And therefore, if you want these things where you give yourself time to exercise, you give yourself time to read, give your mind space to maybe meditate, think, Mm. or whatever else it happens to be, generally carving out that time in the morning is likely to be the best place for you to have Mm. it Mm. if you've not found a way to fit it in otherwise. Mm -hmm. By getting up a little bit earlier, that means that you're dedicating that time to do the things for yourself that you want to do that will uplift you and help you move forward. So I think that's why there's a large focus and you see a lot more books about the morning routines Mm -hmm. and successful habits of millionaires. It's all morning based Mm. rather than saying, oh, 10 o'clock in the evening is a great time. (laughs) Because a lot more people are less motivated Mm. by the time you get to 10 o'clock in the evening when it's just as good a time as 5 a.m no completely so i'm gonna ask you matt how much of your day is on autopilot and how much are you consciously selecting it varies per day Mm. i think let's let's kick off would you share your morning routine because although you say you're not a creature of habit you are a little bit being someone who's around you a lot of the time (laughs) I, i i have things that i like to do so in the morning, I generally get up about eight o'clock. Um, sometimes a bit earlier, sometimes Why a bit do you later. Why get up at eight? <laughs> um, normally because I'm woken. <laughs> 
exactly. But I get woken up. I get woken up with a cup of tea, so that's a delightful (laughs) thing. Yes, a cup of tea miraculously appears, doesn't it? Yes, as if by magic, a cup of tea appears, and then I'm up and awake. And the time I wake up is driven by when this cup of tea arrives, for the most part. And also, it's driven by when the kids wake up. Mm-hmm. So if the kids are up and dancing around, <laughs> and it's a little bit earlier in the day, then the cup of tea could appear earlier. And also, sometimes, I have to go make my own cup of tea. Oh, no. Oh, no. There's a, there's a break. In I, I know. That's a disappointment that we can cover another time. <laughs> so after I've had my tea, then within about half an hour of that, I actually like to get up, get myself in my PE kit, mm-hmm. and go out and train in the gym. So I like to get that done early in the day. That's when I feel at my most capable of getting the work done, of concentrating or focusing. And also, I think that kicking off the day with something for yourself, and that's what these morning routines and things that people speak about actually cover. Mm -hmm. We're lucky enough that I can take that time for myself Mm -hmm. and that the house works so that I can do that. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's a habit that we're in. Mm -hmm. So at which point then it kind of, just works so I go out and I spend anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour generally and I go and I work hard and then I come back in shower breakfast and get myself ready for the day Yep, and that's that's really the key point. But you do like a cup of tea in bed, absolutely. I do but like your a cup of tea morning in bed, yeah. routine is different from when you were working vastly. You were the first one up, but and even then, I think it was very much what's the least amount of time before you get out the door, right? Yeah. So I used to be um, there was no tea supplied to me. No, in those I know days. what. <laughs> um, it was basically up, shower, teeth, dressed, out the door. So probably a fifteen-minute window between my mm. alarm going off and me being out of the door at about 10 past six. Yeah, it was, it was uber prompt, as they say, because you were driving so far when you were in your yeah, day job. Yeah, it was a long drive, yeah. and if you didn't leave early, then you'd compound the traffic, and it was just it was just stupid. So I think your routines can be set by circumstance that you're in. Mm. So I think that at the moment, with more people maybe working from home, mm-hmm. then your routines can be a little bit different. But the balance is as well... I think that more people have decided to take the time to relax. So Mm. whereas you, I think if I was doing the same job now, Mm. obviously I wouldn't be needing to get up at 6 a.m. I know. know. So I'd be getting up shortly, probably a similar time to now actually, (laughs) and then doing the day job and then logging off and everything else. But the fact is that for a lot of people, if you've been used to waking up at a certain time Mm. for a long time Mm. and you have a day job, then actually it might be worth getting up the same time as you used to, Mm -hmm. especially if you're at home now, so that you can actually fit in those things that you might like to do. Absolutely. Because otherwise they sit on this one-day list. Oh, I know, I know, I know. And we've already covered the the whole one days on a previous podcast. But you've got to ask yourself, if you've been saying, oh, I really want to work out, I really want Mm. to get fitter, slimmer, whatever it happens to be, Mm. you know, new year, new me. Mm -hmm. Well, this year's a bit harder because there's no gyms open. But ultimately, if you've not been able to find a way to make that happen Mm -hmm. when you've been stuck at home, when you've had more time to yourself, when you've had new years happening, all these kind of things, Mm -hmm. then you've really got to ask yourself whether actually that's what you want. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. I think that's really key, isn't it? So I think from my side, this is the opposite day routine or morning routine then. Shall I give mine instead? Give your standard morning routine. But yeah. remember that some days the oh, kids wake up yeah, and exactly. both of us are still in bed and I will go and make the tea. That does happen. Okay, is that the disclaimer? You're making sure. Yeah, I'm just making sure that people are aware that the tea sometimes Folks, gets made by you me. you can decide what are the odds. If you were gambling in any way, what do you think the odds were? Do you think it's one in 30? One in four? It's probably one it's probably once a week um, possibly anyway we'll leave that for the comment <laughs> so what's my routine um so if you're on instagram i'm at mama for you sometimes see me sharing a little bit my morning routine my standard one is i will get up before well first of all the cats are up at my face at about anywhere between half five and six there's well, a, no, sometimes there's two it cats there. bothering me <laughs> I, I think actually depends on how deep a sleep you're in if you're in a really deep sleep, they don't. But they if don't I'm bother stunning, you. They're like, oh, yeah. So oh, I think time. any any time between probably half five and half seven, depending oh. on your snoring. <laughs> right, let's go with a normal morning. So between about half five, anywhere between half five and half six. Let's say as a rough outline, I'm probably more likely half five to six in some way. The cats will be at my face, so I really don't need an alarm as such I set one and I ignore it usually but I get up about that time and then I'll come downstairs I'll put on the kettle for a nice cup of tea I will very particularly read something that's uplifting I might write a little bit I might check my social media I know that's taboo I might do that might have a little scroll and then roughly if I'm getting up on purpose like that to have the quiet time before the kids get up I will usually then hit the gym our little garage gym or go for a walk before the kids are due up about half seven quarter to eight so if I am going to the gym it's usually latest seven o'clock I'm in there to get an hour before effectively bringing you your tea allegedly at eight o'clock and other times if I'm not hitting the gym I really love walking so I'll you know go a, a walk in the local area and again I might not go at seven it might be more like half seven bring you a tea at half seven and then hit my walk yep. but there's always a nice structure and for me I find I am better in the day if I've been allowed to wake up without human interaction (laughs) so I am at my best if I've not had the kids wake me up if I've had space to gather my thoughts to make some decisions to read something good or just sit there with my thoughts with my cup of tea that little bit I actually really love morning pages as well we've talked about this a couple of times so the conscious scroll is kind of like just get your thoughts out of your page it's by Julia Cameron who did the artist way that book very famous go and check that out not sponsored and so um you can like kind of have that conscious you know download of thought I will generally do that but I'll also and this is a great thing something I've learned from the past two years I shared on the podcast a couple of times that I had a mental breakdown two years ago the time before it I'm not saying attributed to it but the time leading up I felt the pressure that I had to get up at a certain time in order for my day to... It was one of the key things I remember is like, 
oh, that's not how I would normally think. It was I had to get up yeah, at you were exact getting up, time. You were getting up earlier and earlier for a period of time to try to be very productive and get things exactly. done. It was all about being as productive as possible. Yes, it wasn't a relaxing morning no. or a, uh, a morning to reflect or to work on yourself. It was kind of get started and action begin. Absolutely, and I, I don't even want to hazard, I guess, at the times. I was, but I remember I wouldn't let myself have a morning off. And so now when I'm talking about morning routines and it is a bit flexible, I don't, I don't actually believe a set routine leads to success. That's not possible. That's something that's within you and creativeness and inspiration and all that doesn't make you successful. So now if I'm tired or, you know, it's in my cycle or any of these things, or I just don't fancy getting up here, there is times when I think you should get up and make my cup of tea and feed the cats. So I I enjoy it. It's really flexible in that way. Well, the good thing I think for both of us is we have things that we like to do in the mornings Mm. and they are kind of separate. They're for us. They're doing the things that we want to do to... I, I guess uplift ourselves to move ourselves forward physically, mm. mentally, whatever else it happens to be. Mm. But the good thing is, and it's probably part of the blessing of being able to either work from home and then currently have like no job to go to at mm. all. Mm. We don't have a set time we have to wake up. Yes, exactly. But we still generally follow a similar process. Yes. So whether that process yeah. starts at seven o'clock or half eight, mm. the mm. process still is largely the same. Absolutely. And ultimately, I think that that's key for anybody. It's making sure you're carving out time mm. for those things that are going to help you move forward mm. or to set you up for your day as best as possible mm-hmm. or to help you close down your day as mm-hmm. best as possible. Mm-hmm. And I like also the fact it's an evolution. I think that's really key. I think with habits, you can, and this is called obviously our morning habits for prosperity, but you can see hopefully the hints of what we're suggesting here. You have to allow yourself as you get older to so to say, you know, what actually is going to make me the best version of me in some way? Not perfect. It doesn't guarantee that you're not going to get annoyed at somebody or say something silly. But what can I do to make me feel good? And I think for me, key is the quiet time. Writing, I really, I find writing very therapeutic. The physical getting yeah, down. Yeah, it's not I, something I, I do, but run out, yeah. I've been the, the notes and things like that once I've written them because they're just gobbledygook sometimes. But also exercise. I think I would struggle not having going to the gym or walking. If somebody said I couldn't leave the house in any form, again, that would be something I would struggle so, with. So, so this is way. interesting. I think for you you like to read you like to ponder your thoughts you Mm. like to download what your mind has been going Mm. through you like to have um time to maybe have some spiritual focus and things like that for me going to the gym Mm. is my exercise my church my meditation oh absolutely all in one your sanctuary yeah so therefore i get the mental and the physical Mm. at the same time Mm -hmm. when i'm in there but i think that that's key ultimately to allow time to spend those moments on your own doing those and i know it's quite difficult especially maybe if you're a single parent or whatever but there's still 
there's still scope to carve out some kind of time when you Mm -hmm, can be mm -hmm. alone with your thoughts, allow yourself to download some things from your Mm -hmm, head, mm -hmm. allow you to take some new information in, to be inspired by things, and to do some physical stuff to move you forward. The time of day doesn't really make a difference. You know, we're talking about morning routines, but it doesn't make a difference really when it slots in. But I think it's important that Mm. everybody looks at how they can allocate those times to themselves because that's what a lot of people that seem to be happy with their lives content Mm -hmm, with mm -hmm. where they are successful by some kind of measure and I don't count success as the amount of money in your bank I count the success as to how I guess how undisappointed that's not mm. a word undisappointed <laughs> non-disappointed word. non-disappointed how, how happy frust- how happy <laughs> how happy you are or see the thing is you can say you're happy but you can still have frustrations like oh i'm happy with my life Content. i mean I've, I've got to go to work mm. so i guess it's maybe how little frustration you mm. have each day mm. i think that the people that are successful have minimized their frustrations mm. and their disappointments and their stresses that's to me a mark of success Mm. and I would suggest that a lot of people that are successful in that way Mm -hmm. are that way because they make time for the things that they want to do so even if they've got a day job and they answer to someone else you know they're not running their own multi-million pound business they're Mm -hmm. actually doing work for the man Mm -hmm. but because they carve out that time for the things that they want to do and they allocate time for themselves Mm -hmm. then it doesn't feel like your entire day is wake, go to work, wind down with a couple of glasses of wine, go to bed, repeat. Absolutely. There's more to it and yeah. there's actually a life there for you. Exactly. Oh, spot on. I couldn't have said it better myself and I don't try to. Something I heard someone say in a video this week was he had asked his employer if he could do something at night time so this guy normally worked a nine-to-five job and he'd, yeah, he'd said oh I'm going to go to this event tonight I don't think he was asking permission I think he was more telling the guy and the employer said well I don't think you should go to that event right. and the employer was like well why and the employer said you know if I pay you a wage I control all your time and get to decide what you associate with now that's completely wrong but it just shows you how also the mindset that you you can't you do have control even if you work a day job you do actually have the ability to say okay even if I've got this time where I'm working or having to do something for someone else you have these opportunities to not be that's all you do if you know what I mean like remembering that you're actually able to make 14 different hourly decisions if they all move you forward as well but also i think we've mentioned before if not now then when Mm. what you got to say to yourself is you're an employee potentially Um, most people are Mm -hmm. and that's absolutely fine nothing Mm -hmm. wrong with that you're an employee and if you're not making time for stuff now well are you going to be an employee in 10 years time Mm -hmm. well unless you're doing something about it unless you are using that time when you're not working you're going to be an employee, maybe slightly further up the ladder, but yep. normally if you're up the ladder, that comes with more stresses, more demands on your time, more expectation that you should be working longer, yep. even though that's a load of garbage, but yep. that's besides the point. So the fact is that when is that going to change? When mm-hmm. will you say, okay, I need to make some time to meditate a bit or just to sit at peace or just mm-hmm. to read a few books or work out whatever. It doesn't make a difference whether you try to do all of these things or one or two of these things. Mm-hmm. But when is that going to happen? Mm-hmm. Because your circumstance is unlikely to change mm-hmm. unless you start to do something different. 
And you can find yourself 10, 20, 30 years. Oh, look, it's retirement. Mm -hmm. And all I did was go and do my job and then get home annoyed at my job Mm -hmm. and de-stress in whatever way you de-stress because, oh, look, there's another day coming tomorrow of the same. Yeah, no, exactly. And that's not, you've got to break that system and cycle somehow mm-hmm. no completely completely so suggestions from us for routines that kickstart your day in particular first one it's going to be obvious please get enough sleep <laughs> and i think that's a great one like i'm talk. i talked about like some mornings i'll get up at half five six some mornings i sleep in listen to your body okay don't set a routine that you must get up at a certain time regardless of the hours of sleep that's well unless you have to unless you have to, if you course. need to get your bum out of bed in order to travel to a workplace mm. then you need to adjust the other end you absolutely. need to say to yourself right i'm going to go to bed rather than a fixed time i'm going to be flexible absolutely and and remember this is the thing right? i struggle with it as well if i've got to get up at a certain time mm. i'm often still staying awake a bit later mm. than maybe i should do and the thing is, you don't get a banjo certificate for being the last one into bed. <laughs> and also, for the most part, mm-hmm. it's not like I was spending that time meditating or working out or mm. doing something highly productive. So that's the thing. People think, oh, you know what? It's nine o'clock. I'm a bit tired, but it's a bit early to go to bed. It's like, well, what are you doing anyway? <laughs> Unless you're going to actually use that time mm-hmm. for some of these things that are going to make you the person you want to be, to be fulfilled more with your day to day, then go to bed at nine. Right, absolutely. And it's all about waking up at the right time right it's the right time for you don't because somebody says you have to get up at five to be cool enough like pick the time that feels right we talked somebody also i think it was on instagram talked about this concept as a parent and an employer sometimes you do this where you rebel against bedtime still (laughs) so not your Mm -hmm. kids rebelling you know to when you put them to bed but you rebel as a way of getting control in your day Mm -hmm. so like if you are working or you know the kids will be up early you'll deliberately stay up later than you know you want to in order to get a sense of control and power over things. Mm-hmm. But, you know, who am I to say that? Pa- parents always make the right decisions, right? We're 99.9% perfect, always, always. The other thing that I found really good, um, and if you've read my book, The Master Money Blueprint, you'll notice I talk about evening routines. Mm-hmm. And I have a kind of evening routine, nothing fixed, but I will make sure that the living room and the kitchen is fairly decent and tidy. I do not know not a lot of clutter in the morning. I'm well, not we don't, cool we with We don't that. like clutter generally anyway, mm. but we definitely make sure that the dishwasher is loaded and, and, and on if and necessary. On, yeah. um, the kids' toys get tidied up and put away before they go to mm. bed. We don't generally have stuff lying around yep. for the most part, but... I guess maybe randomly in the middle of the day, that's going to be the point when the house is going to be at its worst. Mm -hmm. But absolutely in the mornings, there's not stuff to do. You don't need to start your day running around the house, setting it for the new day Absolutely. that's done the day before the evening before and everyone plays their part in doing yeah. that like the half hour before we go to bed or as i'm making a cup of tea or something last thing so yeah i make sure i do as kind of as much as i need to do before the day starts another thing i found handy sometimes is prepping now i do this every day most days i'm working out i'll actually prep my workout kit before 
Yeah, you'll have it out and ready to go. Isn't it though? First of all, make sure I'm ready. The second is because if I make a noise in the the bedroom when I'm getting my stuff, it can wake people up. Your wardrobe door makes a clunk noise. It's it's, it's magnetic. So, but actually, that's a good thing. I think if you have things set up Mm. ready for your intentions, Mm -hmm. then you're more likely to go through with your intentions. If you um, get up and you head to like your living room or wherever mm. and your peak it's sitting there then you're more likely to put that on and get on with it mm-hmm. than if it's hidden away in the drawer and you've got to physically go get it and do all the work absolutely um i think the next one is waking up to natural light mm. now we used to close our blinds yes yes now we don't yep i prefer it now and this is why I've so we have our windows open yeah. so hopefully the neighbors aren't always looking in but <laughs> we we keep we don't have blinds or curtains down normally and therefore depending on what time of year it is we get woken up by the sun the good thing is we're our bedroom is north facing Mm -hmm. which means that we don't get that crazy bright sunlight at any time but we get woken up by natural light as well so when we do wake unless it's in the kind of middle of winter Mm -hmm. then we wake up with natural light and if you can do that I think it's just a nicer way to oh, wake. I think there's nothing worse than waking up when it's pitch black and then you feel like you're already bogged down. You've got to turn on a light and that blinds you. It's like when you used to go to the cinema in the daytime and you came out <laughs> and like, it, it was like the this? sun had exploded. It was crazy. <laughs> I know. And that leads on to some other things as well. Like make your, your morning, your kickstart as autopilot for not making decisions. So like you're talking about the lights waiting you up, waking you up. I make sure that nobody's distracting me with decisions in my morning routine right so I don't need to think about if the kids want breakfast I'm literally thinking about me having a cup of tea the cat's getting fed and I've really found actually I like kind of movement is really key I find if I take too long to get moving physically with exercise or a walk or something for me I find I'm I become a bit lazy. Well, what happens is I think your motivation disappears. Mm. But again, some people find motivation at different times of the day. Some people just want to get on with the necessities like a day mm. job and everything mm. else. And then the evening's their time. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the thing. You can flip this entire thing around yeah. and say from 6 p.m., mm-hmm. these are the things that you want to do. Mm-hmm. So how you slot it around your day? I think that people like The Rock. Mm-hmm. So he yeah, um, right. he's more of an evening worker. I think he does a bit of cardio in the morning, but a lot of his work happens to be kind of later in the evening. Mm. I don't think he's an early riser particularly. No, no. He's more of a work until one, two in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Which and a then, lot of people, actually, you'd be surprised how many successful men do that i'm thinking like tony robbins says that he goes to bed about three in the morning i think i'm more of a kind of stay up until midnight and wake up at about half nine i am too i am too so there's nothing wrong with that being a routine but again Mm -hmm. it's just about slotting in the right times Mm -hmm. um and as you were saying you know you want it to be that your routine whatever it is is as as routine as possible so you know the things you like to do Mm -hmm. and that you slot them in as promptly as you can at the times you allocate to do them Mm -hmm. so that they get done because your motivation will absolutely leave you over the course of time if you don't get around to it yeah i think the key thing is morning routines for prosperity we're very keen to overemphasize in our lives prosperity is the full package 
It is not just money. It's wealth, health, happiness, joy. It's personal. It's all about actually your generosity with yourself and gratitude for what you're doing right now. And I think make sure if you are looking to create some kind of habit, some kind of wake up process, kind of kickstart your day so that you can show up as your best self, then look at the things, experiment right play around with wake up times or how do you like to be woken up do you want the kids do you want the cat do you want the dog or do you want to wake up on your own like there's no harm in saying the whole of this week I'm going to allow myself to wake up whenever I like or you know whatever play around with don't just do something because somebody else is telling you to and I wanted to finish up with some books and apps that I thought might be quite useful if people want to explore this topic on books and apps you like a book I love you like an app not sponsored (laughs) not sponsored in any way so the first book I mentioned was The Medical Morning by Hal Elrod I think he's a really great podcaster as well I really like his stuff can certainly go and check that out another book that I found inspiring I wouldn't follow it as gospel but I found it inspiring was the 5am club by Robin by Robin sorry Sharma um I also really liked the endurance diet by Matt Fitzgerald so yeah, that's a recent one you've that's read. a recent one that you bought actually so I'll say that again the endurance diet by Matt Fitzgerald this is actually programming your eating habits for optimal energy so because we're talking about like how can we program our life to kickstart, it's a really it's all about endurance running and kind of what diets they do and how but you it, can tweak. But when it says diet, mm. what you have to understand is most of us when we think of diet is oh I'm chubby and I want to be skinny, right. so therefore yeah. I have to suffer to be on this diet. Okay. Diet actually just means the range and volume of things you put into yes, your body. Yes. So diet is what you eat. Your diet is what you eat. Mm-hmm. Dieting is when you choose to do something different in order to reduce weight. So this one is called the endurance diet, but it's really about looking at the different qualities of different foods. And it definitely doesn't say that going and having something from a fast food place is horrible and bad and you should never do it. But it talks about ratios of different types of foods and the balances and the energies and things like that. So it's it's just a really good book to have a look at and to understand what you can get from different foods and how maybe your relationship with different foods can change a little bit. Absolutely. And then the final th- couple of things, apps. So I really love the Peloton app. We don't have a Peloton bike. We have a kind of DIY version. We've had, there's a video on the Kempston House YouTube channel that shows you what we did. Um, and I really love the Peloton app. Actually, it's consistently the one fitness app that I have been using and love using. I love the people, I love the instructors, I love the concepts. So they do workouts, cycling, meditation, yoga, dance, you name it. And you love it as well, don't you? Some great Yeah, I like it too because I enjoy some of the stretching routines and other things. But also I think we haven't tried it, but Apple also do their fitness thing. Mm-hmm. And in theory, you can just go onto YouTube and you can find people doing various things yep. to copy. And, and that's the thing. You like Peloton and mm. some of the instructors. But you can go online, you can look through YouTube and you can easily find some people that resonate with you Mm. that you feel like you enjoy their vibe as they're doing something and you can join in with. Absolutely. And then finally, if you're thinking about books, maybe reading books isn't your thing. 
I use Audible all the time, love Audible. I've got a subscription to it um, and that's just a super way that you can, you know, if these books or any other ones catch your eye, you can use that when you're yeah. walking, listening or working out. It's just great. I really the, like it. The wonderful thing about something like Audible or listening to podcasts is that rather than seeing maybe a walk or a jog as a challenge, mm-hmm. What you can actually do is it can convert those things as an opportunity to listen to something, to mm-hmm, do something you mm-hmm. enjoy, and you happen to get a walk at the same time, mm-hmm, or you happen mm-hmm. to do the housework at the same time. You're actually just making time to listen to something that brings you some kind of value, and what you're doing at the same time is is almost a little side benefit, mm-hmm. which is wonderful. Absolutely. So I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. I hope it's inspired you to think about your own routines and setups, particularly for your mornings, so that the rest of the day you're showing up the way that you want. You know, you are thinking about your well-being and prosperity. And I really hope you've enjoyed this. So if you have, why not check out our other episodes? That would be super. We have 39 other ones that you can go and check out covering lots of things, money, well-being, lifestyle, you name it. And if you've enjoyed it, please do give us a five-star review and click the subscribe button. Also, why not share with someone else? Because it's very hard for podcasts to kind of make their way into more public space the more you can share this with other people that you think would find it interesting or valuable the more hopefully they can share and then people can hopefully move towards having that prosperous lifestyle for themselves i would love to see tons and tons of people just living a life they're delighted with they're proud of and they can look to their children and say you know what if you lived your life the same as me i'd be delighted Mm, absolutely so thank you so much for listening today it's been our pleasure we'll speak to you very soon